Mayesh Bhupati is with me. Breakpoint premieres on Z5 on the 1st of October. And I think it's really important that all of us as Indians uh, watch this remarkable story and uh, get get the kids to watch it. Because, you know, the idea is to build world champions and Grand Slam champions like Lee and Hesh have been in such an inspiration uh, to the country. What's up? How are you? I hope uh, the family and you are safe and healthy and you've got both your shots, uh, Hesh. Yes, all sorted, all vaccinated. COVID also done. So, <laughs> all good. <laughs> Yeah, I believe that people are walking around without masks in London town, which, yeah, yeah. you know, could be a good thing uh, or, you know, viewed differently could be, <laughs> time, you know, time, uh, will tell. Like, time will tell. So let's start with the tennis of it before we get into all the other stuff. Yeah. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to actually get into the tennis of it in, in 99 landmark year for you guys, two slam wins and two, you know, slam finals. And, um, you know, I, th- I think it, it's, it all started with the Aussie Open where you guys lost to your longtime friend, Jonas Bjorkman and Pat Rafter. Fantastic duo. Five set, if I'm not mistaken. Your memories of that particular 1999 final age? Yeah, probably one of the or if not the most exciting match we've ever been part of only because of the atmosphere obviously Pat Rafter playing at home trying to win a Grand Slam title the crowd you know partisan you know for for us personally I think it was you know the monkey off the back once we got past the semi-final because I think it was our fourth semi-final there and uh, you know the quality of tennis was extremely high in that match you know it could have gone either way. We were always fighting from behind. We won the fourth set tiebreaker after being match points down. But I think that kind of that match gave us the true belief that, you know, it was just a matter of time before we actually won our first slam. And you did so in uh, Paris at the start, Roland Garros. Going into that final, do you have any memories? I know it was a long time ago. I'm making you jog back your, your memories. But here's Goran Ivanisevic, one of the greatest players of all time. And along with him, Jeff Tarango, a largely underrated American player. And you guys go on to beat them in straight sets. So just going into that final on clay at Stade Roland Garros. So I think going into that final, we were the clear favorites, right? I mean, we would rather play them than the Bryans, the Woodies or Elding Harkus or someone like that. So we all know how dangerous Goran can be. So the strategy was to kind of, you know, take Goran out of the match and just break Jeff down, which, you know, we, we, we did well on our strategy there. And then you go on to uh, to New York City, where unfortunately you lose in the finals at the U.S. Open. Sebastian Leroux, uh, the Canadian, along with Alex O'Brien, the American. It was a, a straight set loss, but it, it was closer than what the, what the scoreline makes it to be. Because the first set was a tie break. The second one went to 6-4. Your memories of that particular encounter? Actually, no memories at all. The only memory I have of that one was... You know, we were supposed to play on Arthur Ashe and, you know, it rained and it rained, rained, bad rain day. And we ended up playing on Armstrong, which, you know, I don't know. I mean, we were always better on the bigger courts. It was not like Armstrong was a small court, but, you know, it was a smaller atmosphere. And they being uh, Alex being American, there was more support for him. And I think that kind of helped them win that match. And of course, wedged in between was that massive Wimbledon win. How historic was that? Paul Haarhaus, Jared Palmer. A four-setter. I mean, do you still get goosebumps thinking of it? You know, thanks to the doing breakpoint. I mean, I've seen the footage of all the matches again and I've got goosebumps so many times over the last few months. It's, you know, actually, the Wimbledon was very surreal. Before getting to the final itself, we beat Alex O'Brien and LaRue in the quarterfinal. You know, after being two sets to love down, which, you know, they were one of our nemesis when it came to winning tournaments. Uh, then another five-set against Diretra Santoro in the semi-final and then the final was just, again, again, you know, 
people call it luck people call it providence people call it you know destiny you know we 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 lost that first set after being love uh, up five love in the tiebreaker you know leander and me were already in comunicado so we were not even talking to each other on the court and then from out of nowhere the rain came and you know gave us that one hour rain delay where our coaches kind of slapped some sense into us and we were able to turn turn out to turn the match around nice two years later at the french open you guys end up winning uh, your third grand slam title and you beat pala and wisner 7663 recount that for me please <laughs> that was uh, that was a weird one i mean because we were you know we were not ranked high like in 99 but we made the final and we were playing pala and wisner which are first time finalists so again all the pressure was was on us because we were expected to win and these guys came out swinging uh, from the hip they broke us i think possibly in the first or second time we served itself but i clearly remember pala was serving for the first set 5440 love and somehow we made a few returns he served a few double faults we broke him and then 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 we cruised mm. and the chest bump was it something that just happened organically had you seen any of your heroes do it before was it an idea that you it sparked in your head his head or was it absolutely instinctive no i think it was uh, instinctive i think uh, first time we did it uh, so leander plays in general with a lot of emotion right i mean he's fist pumping his screaming his chest thumping but he generally did a lot of that in davis cup only so i think when i came around you know he had a contemporary he had a fellow indian on the court and he was able to kind of ignite that uh, emotion even on a doubles court i mean you'd never see him do this stuff in singles unless it was davis cup so again doubles i think he found that uh, he found that outlet and i was coming out of two years or three years in college right and in college tennis it's constant taunting constant in your face against your opponent so i was used to it so first time we did it i think in the singapore challenger you know it gave us that extra kind of level in our tennis and then you know we it became a trademark the doha Asian Games in 2006 you beat a Thai pair in the final and that yeah. that has got to be a special one i mean just being up on the podium for the nation other than davis cup being a medalist talk to me about the feelings then and you know were you guys staying in the village if so the atmosphere in the village before and after doha was special only because you know you know doha is filled with indians right i mean we had a packed house every time we played every volunteer at the ten, at the, at the uh, games village was indian descent so we were like the bees knees when it came to who staying at the village so it was special but you know we had a lot of unwanted drama surrounding the doha asian games winning the second uh, asian games gold for india there was definitely special let's come to the davis cup record i mean it's just phenomenal 24 consecutive wins we're talking a total of 25 to 2 and the last one coming you know as as recently as as a few years ago you want to just recount to me what you would think would be the top 3 top 3 victories in davis cup top 3 i mean we've had a handful of top ones i think uh, you know beating the us in us the team at that time was farmer johnson who had won wimbledon that year so they were correct 2001 yeah hmm. yeah i think beating the uk in uk when we beat henman and broad uh, you know those guys were the olympic silver medalists playing That's them about in, 3 years before 98 yeah hmm. yeah i mean beating chile in india you know we beat rios and masu in five sets in delhi that was tough and uh, i think our first big win also is definitely special when we beat dam and corda in <coughs> prebrum in czech republic right i mean that was that was the win that set the ball rolling in 97 feb i think because that was before we won any matches on tour or any titles on tour so beating dam and corda i think in straight sets if we if i'm not wrong and then in april that year we started winning on tour nice a lot is being made of of rico being the villain of the piece enrico piperno your thoughts on that 
Oh, I mean, he's definitely not the villain. I mean, I think he was. I mean, there were certain things that uh, Leander felt that Rico should not have done, which kind of irritated him, which kind of led to a lot of unwanted bad blood. Honestly, you know, Rico and Leander had decades. if not a decade at least of history before i came along and their relationship was much closer so i wish you know they had addressed it or he had addressed it then and there because i think that could have been nipped in the bud but you know as most things with us it was fest- it festered till it reached a level a uh, point of no return must be wonderful seeing the the girls play in the same academy on on a court next to each other i'm talking about your lovely daughter and his lovely daughter yeah it's crazy right i mean odds of both of them trying to play tennis eh, and then being at the same academy and you know literally their sessions overlap each other every day so it's 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 good to see <laughs> nice so sweet i don't know if there's a future grand slam winning ladies doubles tour there <laughs> but but i'm sure you guys will encourage it if you see signs of it you know which is just wonderful you know, the next generation has to has to take the flag forward so it's wonderful that they're pursuing the sport how serious is is yours about it how serious is saira about it I mean, she's nine, right? I mean, I think uh, Ayana is fifteen, and I think Leander is already talking about sending her off to the states, which I think that's probably the right age. So Zaira is just nine, and just I mean, what can I teach her? I can teach her how to play tennis, and then after a few years, it's up to her what she wants to do with that. And of course, if she wants to pursue it, I I'll open all the doors I can. You know, a lot is being made of how different you are as human beings, how you're the man of few words, and how he's the gregarious sort. But I've actually seen sides when you know you guys have been so similar. in terms of the fact that you're both gemini's but they're a few days apart a year apart i remember hanging with you guys and you both enjoying the same kind of music i remember the backstreet boys used to be eternal favorite and you buggers knew every every word of those songs so uh, you know when you were together there were there were a lot of the things that were in common which which kind of drove you together would you say music was one of them i don't know food being another in being indian is is the is the obvious one so let's talk about the the similarities that actually drew you together yeah i think it was music food movies i mean there were a lot of i mean we were kind of traveling together day in and day out so these kind of became an automatic outlet for us from all the work we were putting in on the court right i mean you need you need some of these distractions uh you know when you're working as hard as we were so yeah all this kind of uh, created that bond you want to tell me about somebody who was good for the two of you in terms of the fact a coach or a leader or a captain that who understood you both equally as opposed to the leander side of it or just the myers side of it somebody that you you grew liking both together and who what brought out the best in you so i think bob carmichael right i don't know if uh, yeah i don't know if uh, he understood as the best but i think both of us respected him the most and we were willing i mean leander as you know uh, better than me is uh, you know he, even west uncle has that you know struggles to kind of lay his opinion on him but bob was one guy that leander would always listen to and bob was one guy that leander was always on time for which was kind of a minor miracle so bob i think kind of molded the way we play doubles and fine tuned i think all the strengths we had into making us that top team that we became i don't know if there are any regrets in terms of the fact that what happened with davis cup uh, against uzbekistan or revealing the nature of the whatsapp conversations do you look back and say i shouldn't have done that maybe i would have been more mature a few years later or are you saying i mean it's done it's done what can i do about it what are your feelings uh i mean a lot of them were reactions right i mean see i mean i mean there was this whole media story that was kind of brewing and uh, you know in my opinion being fed you know specifically when it came to uzbekistan and i think 
I don't want to take any names, but I think both of us know who I'm talking about. Was literally there every day when I, as a captain, Davis Cup captain, was giving an interview to the media. He was sitting right there in the media room, not asking questions but taking notes. And you know, he fueled a lot of this. And I mean, as the captain, I had to kind of put my thoughts out there. I mean, I clearly had communicated. And there was no response, and they, I was being accused of not having communicated, which was not fair. And uh, putting out the WhatsApp conversations. Yeah, so that was my only evidence in the fact that I had communicated with him, you know, while he was on his way back from the US. So that was the reason I had to do it. And uh, will we know who this person is in the series? <laughs> the guy. I don't think so. <laughs> for, for some weird reason, he he's refused to uh, talk. Also, I mean, we've had. a host all our family all our friends all our colleagues yeah. rivals and he has uh, declined to speak which i asked leander why and he also said i don't know so well that's the story morning glory what can, what can yeah. one do yeah. mahesh how is life now in terms of you know we've seen you in so many avatars we've seen you as a mentor running coaching coaching academies you did uh, something very successful with with global sport subsequently you moved on and did something with the, with world series tennis where are you at professionally right now what are your goals in terms of being the entrepreneur as well as the former player that you are you know when it comes to tennis i've kind of kind of you know decided to wave the white flag right i tried it all you know events was one thing mentoring kids was the second thing davis cup captain you know trying to raise money for multiple initiatives on supporting talent but you know unfortunately we've got too many roadblocks in the system in india and there's there's only so much someone can do individually so i've waved the white flag i've kind of stepped back from tennis totally except for taking saira to the courts yeah in the business i mean we've got you know a decent licensing business that we do with a ton of uh, prominent names in the country and you know different categories in fmcg sports uh, apparel and home and sun and so, so that's kind of taking its own course and it's exciting and uh, have you been catching some of lara's recent work i thought she was spectacular as mrs indira gandhi with all the prosthetics <laughs> what what is your opinion <laughs> biased yeah, as good I mean, might be <laughs> I I mean I think it was an amazing performance but I definitely yeah. like her more without the prosthetics on. <laughs> <laughs> did you see the the other one the OTT one you know and what did you think of that? What do you mean the OTT one? The one on Disney Plus Hotstar I forget the name the uh the one that oh, just yeah, before the, uh, Bell Bottom what is it called? 100 I think yeah, yeah 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 correct. Yeah yeah. yeah 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 no so I think yeah I mean she's I'm allowed I to forget for the, the name you're not allowed to forget the name. So <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> I think for the first time in her career, she's really excited about the kind of work she's doing because there's so much available for these artists and creators now. So she's got a lot coming out. Also, something releasing next month on uh, Lionsgate. So she's pretty. She's in a great space and she's excited. What is it about Ashwini and Nitesh that you were able to trust? I mean, both of you. You see such differing points of view. That trailer says it all. He says he doesn't want to relive it. You say, given a chance, you would relive it. You know. But the fact that you both were able to trust them, it is like a Bob Carmichael situation. You know, somebody who brought out the best in you. What is it that that made you instinctively trust this husband-wife duo? So I think that was. the game changer right obviously we've been approached so much in the past to do this story but in our first zoom call with ashwini and nitesh they gave us that comfort that they would tell it totally from an independent perspective and give us a space to give our own perspectives on every uh, topic and issue uh, regardless of who felt what i think uh, and you know we know their talent as storytellers so they've been able to bring that out you i mean the trailer the response is great from the trailer so now hopefully everyone likes the seven episodes as well what is leander's greatest trait as a human being and what is 
a flaw is a wrong word. What is something that you wish he would improve upon? His trait is he's extremely generous, right? Uh, as a person, with it's I'm not talking about financially. I'm talking about just with time. And I mean, if he if he wants to, he he'll put it all out there. True. What he could improve. I mean, I take out my list. It's on my phone, but <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Well, you mentioned time management being one of them. That's quite a harmless yeah. one. So you can you can go with, yeah. with punctuality yeah. and time That's, management. Punctuality is. I mean, this is no nobody uh, debates that with me when I tell <laughs> <laughs> Well said. Have you uh, have you been shown a preview of all the seven episodes? Did something yeah. really did? Did something shock you? And did you turn around? I mean, you don't have to tell me exactly, but but did you have to go back to Ashwini and uh, Nitesh and say, you know, take this bit out? Did you have a few contentious? Bits or did you just were you just okay with everything? No, I didn't. I mean, I obviously know what I said, but you know, when I listen to what he said, obviously that's his perspective, right? Uh, and I think that is the balancing act in in this show. And uh, all along the process, even Nitesh was telling me, "Listen, when I listen to you, I believe you. When I listen to him, I believe him." So it's uh, too bad that uh, maybe someone like Bob was not there to kind of you know step in and kind of get this done. But you you didn't really have to do that with your family and friends. So you know that fellow, what he's done, or this this girl, what she said, chop that off. You're all okay with that. Yeah, 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 man. He's cool. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's always a pleasure catching up with you, man. Uh, much love Thanks. to your family and you. Please stay safe and healthy. And thank you for being wonderful as always, answering all my questions. Take care, Mahesh. Bye. Take Bye. care.